Welcome to another episode of Busy in the Sticks, Rural Chamber Podcast, exploring rural PEI businesses. The Labour Market Development Project is a joint effort between the Eastern PEI Chamber of Commerce and the West Prince Chamber of Commerce. Our goal is to bring to life the stories of owning and operating a small business in rural PEI. The successes, the challenges, colourful stories, and the unique characters all of which make up running a small rural business both challenging and fulfilling. Today, I would like to welcome the beautiful Ruby Lubgon of Sorry Sorry Retail Store. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. And I'm sure you'll have some colorful stories to tell us today. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So exciting. (laughs) Exciting. Well, that's great. Thank you for being here today, Ruby. Um, Congratulations again on winning the Emerging Business Award uh, at our recent uh, awards gala last Thursday night. How does it feel to have your business recognized this way? I am so thankful and grateful for the recognition that I receive. I have faced many challenges on the way here, but each one of them strengthened me for the person I am today. With with this uh, winning recognition award, I would not have been possible uh, without the inspiration from the family, friends, and community that I received, especially the community here. I'm so very thankful for them, for the support that they give it to my business for the past uh, four years now. Well, Ruby, we're thankful to have you because you've been a breath of fresh air, especially to Western PEI, and um, trying to find that life... um, family, business balance, it cannot be easy. And uh, so uh, I'm so glad that they've inspired you to to take the, the steps that you needed to take. So again, congratulations. Thank you. You've done a great job. So you have the Sari Sari retail store, and just maybe people don't really know what that is. It's kind of an Asian food store. You have kind of uh, canned selling goods and frozen products, things like that. Yes, I had a little a little bit of everything. That's what the Canadians said around here. <laughs> because I have a small store, but when they get in in the store and they say, oh my goodness, you have everything here. Yes. So, sorry, sorry, meaning? It's everything. It's everything. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can find it everything. There. And I think I remember talking to you one day about um, uh, back in, in, in the Philippines where you would have a store like this, you'd have... Liquor, cigarettes, yes. everything, right? Yes. All in one. Yes, all in one. All, they, one. One stop shop. Yes, they're asking me if I can sell the liquor and cigarettes here. I said, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired you to kind of start this type of business here in West Prince? Um, they inspired me because the community around here, they have a lot of Filipino immigrants here now starting to live and stay here, and then plus the workers. So... We struggled before. We just go to Charlottetown uh, twice a twice a month or once a month or sometimes in Moncton just to find our stuff to cook. And sometimes we need to be on the schedule to cook our food. So just because we can't find around here, so I decide, why should I can open my store over here? So even just a little bit of everything, so the. Filipino, they can save their time to go um, and shop somewhere. twice a month. Yes. Like, 
I don't know what I'd do if I had to do that twice a month because I'm always stopping at the store. <laughs> but like you said, a two-hour trip to Charlottetown or Moncton, um, the time savings for, yes. for all of you that you, you must save for, for the Philippines to shop at your store. So, yes. so that must be um, very convenient, and they must be so thankful for that. Yeah, they are very thankful right now because we don't need to go anywhere else. We just... Stop here and then get what they want. They can cook whatever they want. Perfect. Well, that's great, Ruby, that you've seen that niche right away and you recognize that. So you've been in business or you've been you've been here on the island for how long? 11 years. And you've been running your business for four years. Four years. And I remember um, I remember talking to you um, when you kind of first uh, kind of came out to the Rural Action Center and and got involved with CBDC. And uh um, I think you told me, like, it took you nine years to get your residency, didn't Yes, it's res- kind of slow, but more patience, I guess you can, more patience for that, you can get whatever you want, just well, patience. And I think it has streamlined a lot, but I mean, nine years, that's a long time, Ruby, mm-hmm. so uh, congratulations for, for sticking it out, and Thank we're glad you. you're here. <laughs> so maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first came to PEI, and uh, maybe some of the changes you went through um as you became a permanent resident? Uh, 2011, the first time I came here in PEI as a fish plant worker, stay for a year. But I didn't expect to be a fish plant worker because I came from the manufacturing, electronics, making iPads, laptop, flat screen. That's quite a change for you. Yes, and then plus the lobster here. We were working the lobster. But it's a kind of experience for that because uh, at least we, we know that a lobster is... We see. We never seen the lobster before. I've never seen it. No, wow. because we don't have a lobster in the Philippines. Maybe we have a lobster, just a tiny one. Oh, that's really? It. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. But the big one, no. And after that, that uh, 2011, 2012, I went to Muscle Plant to work there just to get my permanent residence. Uh, after six, 16 months, I got it. And then I went back here again in the West Prince area. And then I think this is my... Best decision I ever made in my life to stay here in the rural area because I love it here. You so fell quiet. in love with West Prince. Yes, I, <laughs> I guess yes, really. <laughs> and I understand you have a daughter. Yes, it's uh, she's gonna be eighteen this coming September, and she love it here too. So you must have had some very hard challenges there when you came over here and left your daughter behind. Yes, uh, does the parents sacrifice for their kids just to give them a better life? Unbelievable. Well, my hat's off to you. I don't think I could do it for that long. <laughs> um, and Elijah's 18 now? Yes. He's 18, wow. Um, so that's great, Ruby. So you've had quite a journey, and uh, it hasn't been an easy one. No, but, no. you know, just like a patience. Patience. Patience, you can get it all. You just you so That was one thing I didn't know about you. I didn't know... That you were trained in, what did you say, radio? and Yeah, we were, radio, we're making B, uh, laptops, flat screen, TV, okay. I, Apple. Ah, yes. So has anybody come to you for all that help? Did <laughs> <laughs> you still do any of it? <laughs> Sometimes I see Kester taking the laptops apart. <laughs> Just ask me which one is the good ones because which we know the good ones. Okay, and well, we, we know go. which one is the no good. <laughs> okay, well, there we go, Kester. We, we have a connection here now. We know. <laughs> Very good. So, Ruby, I know that you've been determined. I've kind of been following your whole work ethic. And, and when you came to the seafood plant, and I think you even worked at... Um, 
the schools for a bit, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, and now you're you you work part time too at the the Bank of Nova Scotia, and then you have your business. So. I've already I determined long ago that you have a very strong work ethic and um, and I know that's why you're you're where you are today. But in addition to your business, um, uh, you know, can you describe what gives you this drive, um, you know, to work and succeed? Maybe just because when we was a kid, we just not we don't have anything anything at all. Uh, we just came from nothing. So even just. In this kind of room, we, we sleep all together with five kids and my parents. And then this is our kitchen, living room, and the bathroom. Wow, yes. incredible. So maybe the, because of the, my experience, so maybe I need to be a hard worker. I need to have a more be patience and get what I want, save money. Because it's not that, uh, you know... You came from uh, nothing, so you don't want to be die nothing. So you need to move up yourself. But you remember where you came from and, and, and what it was like, right? Yes. So you appreciate what you have today. Yes, and, and I don't want my daughter to experience that. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, that's very nice. Um, so it's incredible to see your drive. I know, you know, sometimes we, we as employers, sometimes we don't... We, we're always looking for that that best work work ethic, and it, and it's um, sometimes it's not there with a lot of uh, employees, and sometimes it can be frustrating. Yes, and um, and I think it changes over time too. You know, technology changes. Our kids mm-hmm. have phones now. We didn't have them growing up, and so I mean, we're faced with all new challenges. Um, but I think it's so important to to teach our kids that work ethic and and. Uh, yeah, and appreciate what we have. Yeah, I remember when my my daughter told me. She said, "Mommy, you know, my classmate told me that I'm spoiled. I can get whatever they want." And I said, "What did you say? They didn't know that I work hard first before I get what I want." <laughs> I know that that's the key. It really is. I remember my daughter one time. She said. Um, uh, when we have chores at home, she said, "Mom, my don't, my friends don't know what chores are." I'm like, "Well, let's teach them." Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get we have chores home. We yes. want them to have responsibilities, yes. and uh, so that's great. So, how much community? So, you must have received a lot of community support. And um, when you started your venture, maybe tell us a little bit about the support you received out in the community. Yes, I received a lot of uh, support from the local communities around here. Uh, when I start my business, uh, I struggle with them. That I'm struggle with myself, of course. That I don't know if the Canadians gonna like this my business and then my products that I'm selling it, and then. When I tried that, and then the first uh, for my second year that I moved outside, no, none of the Canadians going to my store because they think I'm selling the secondhand clothes. <laughs> sorry, 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 retail store. Yes. They think it's secondhand. <laughs> so that's where the chamber comes in, and we can help you promote Ruby and let people know what you're doing. Yes, so. but after that, they know that I'm not selling the clothes. The Canadian uh, community really have a give me a lot of support from this and start going into my store now and then plus I'm selling some uh, seafoods uh, and seasonal 
Yes. So that's why. So seasonal, yeah. So you could, so anybody can drop by for some oysters and some scallops when they're in season, yes. things like that. Which, uh, and I also seen on Facebook uh, that you have a rolled pork belly, Ruby. Yes. And that's a lichon, lichon belly. A lichon belly. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that term, but my husband will be excited to know that that's there. And you said it's already like seasoned. Yes, already seasoned, uh, marinated, and then you just. Put it in the oven, thaw it out, put it in the oven, and it's all ready to cook. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm going to drop in some night. <laughs> yes, and you know the best part of that, when it's crispy, you just make some sauce, which is uh, onions, garlic, and soy sauce, and a little bit vinegar, and dip it there. So oh, good. Oh, that, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> we love our pork. Uh, so that's great. So, so I'm glad that that's kind of changed now, and you are getting a lot more local uh, customers and um, they're dropping in for some other items too and getting to know yes. your products. So that's great. But you started it with that niche. So you followed your gut and you were able to provide yes. that service. Yes. So, so um, your shop is out on uh, the main highway here. So tell mm-hmm. us where you're located. Yeah, I'm located in the Bloomfield Corner. That's what they said, the yeah. Bloomfield Corner, but actually my mailing address is Alberton. So we're just right in the after you pass the Kent building. Just after the roundabout, yes. she's on the right-hand side, and you can't miss her sign. Sorry, sorry, retail store. Yeah. So, and um, so, um, food, snack items. What's some of the popular food items with the Filipino community? Uh, they like the pancit, uh, spring roll wrappers, and the pancit, and then plus the ding dong. Oh, the ding yeah, dongs! Yes, I remember trying yes. those. We had those one year at the golf tournament. Yes. Very good. They like it most of them. So. Actually, uh, most of my product there is my best selling too. My best selling. So, just the spring roll wrapper is very popular around here in the Pancit. Okay, so the spring—they're making spring rolls, obviously, yes, right? Yeah. So very good. Okay, those are delicious. Um, and um, so, would you say um, those are your best sellers and most frequently bought at the shop? Yes. yes. Okay, very good. Um, so, have you? And so, the whole idea of this podcast and kind of our labor market project is, um, um, you know, discussing uh, the workforce and um, uh, employees. Have you faced any issues uh, regarding, you know, hiring hiring people for your store? Yes, I did. Because uh, last year, I, if you guys remember, I closed my, my, I changed my hours from 11 to 8 to 3 to 8. Okay. Every day, Monday through Friday, because uh, I can't find someone who wants to work with me. Be- not because they don't like the job, not because because uh, I'm more they working full time hours, eh? So it means for full time hours, based on my knowledge, is a uh, forty hours every week. Right. But mostly uh, the immigrants or Filipino workers, they they are hard workers, so they like more work, more hours to work, so they can make more money. They think that forty hours is not enough for them. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. Yeah. Mo- and we barely want to work at 40 hours a week, Kester, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I was in South Shore Seafoods, I worked uh, 16 hours every day there for 2011. It's not easy. To yes. Do. It's hard. It's very hard. Yes. It's very hard. And on those hard floors, too, standing all day. Yes. 
So, um, so that's, that's, so other than the challenges there, have you, and I know you yourself, um, you've done some training upgrading over the years. Yes. Um, I know you've taken some simply counting to, for your business and to kind of understand that whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's really not really any training, uh, you have to offer cause it is kind of just a clerk position. Yeah. So, um, I guess that leads me up to my next question. Um, where do you see your business in the next five years? Actually, I'm doing some expansion right now for my business. Oh, really? Yes. So I'm do from my small building, 14 by 24. I was going to say, because it is small. <laughs> yeah, really small. I'm, I'm moving up to my two-door garage. So it's going to be there. So I'm planning to put some uh, cooking. I'm going to cook cooking at like, like a lunch counter. Oh it's my goodness! I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. I never slept for a few days. <laughs> ah, well, congratulations, Ruby. That's great. You're four years in business, and now, so you've seen that there's maybe a need for that, and people want to try the food. Yes, that's that's yes. incredible. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, and plus, mostly of the work uh, workers, temporary workers here, is working long long hours, so they don't have a time to make themselves ready for supper or breakfast the next day. Awesome. No, and you're going to feed them. Yes, I'm going to feed them. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're going to be customers too, aren't we, aren't we Kester? Yes, we're just neighbors. We're just neighbors. We're around the corner. So I'm so looking forward to this, Ruby. So so uh, we'll tell our listeners to look forward later in the summer. Yes. Later in the summer. Okay, yeah. very good. Well, it has been certainly a pleasure to have yeah. you today. Um, is there anything else you'd like our listeners before before we go? Oh, I just like, uh, I would like to thank everyone for the support that uh, they give it to, uh, to my store and for the community as well. The, thank you all. And then the CDBC, that's the best one. I really, really appreciate what they did to, to all the businesses around here because the CDBC, they give the information, the knowledge and the training that's for free. That's great. Yes. No, and that's good to hear. So I'm sure they'll be pleased to hear that. And they do provide that information center. And we, they want to make you feel welcome. And they want to inspire you to to continue to grow your business. So yes. um, I'm sure they're very proud of you, too. Yes. And the West Prince uh, Chamber of Commerce, too, because they always support the local businesses around here. Well, thank yeah. you, Ruby. You know, it's been a pleasure today. And we wish you all the best. And I look forward to your expansion. And uh, we hope to have you come back again. So Thank you very much for being here today. Thank you. So in closing, um, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast or need more information on training programs for yourself or employees, uh, you can reach out to labor uh, to our labor market resource, Kester Nurse, at 726-5646. Our next member meeting, chamber member meeting, will be May 24th uh, at Mill Resort from 4.30 to 6.30. Thanks for listening. Let it breathe, if it doesn't breathe, it's gonna die Let it see, if we let it be, is it gonna fire? Set it free, and if it leaves, we say goodbye Where we weave, and then we grieve, and then we cry I wanna tell you before